Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast. The official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Chromecast. Today, we have another interview episode with Ayin Valdez, who leads the, I got to look at it here, who leads the Chrome OS developer relations team at Google. So I had Robbie set in on this conversation. Normally I'm doing these interview episodes on my own, but it's a little bit more uh, of a technical discussion. And so I wanted to make sure to have Robbie set in, especially with some of the news around Steam and everything. I wanted to make sure that we asked some good questions so that you all uh, get some good information out of the discussion. So we had a good discussion about third-party development, third-party apps, PWAs, Steam, Linux, all kinds of fun stuff, containers, and uh, I think it was a fun conversation. So without any further ado, here is my conversation, mine and Robbie's conversation with Ayin Valdez. Alrighty, welcome Ayin. Thank you so much for taking some time to chat with us. Uh, This is is a fun conversation, especially with um, so many cool apps coming to Chrome OS, so many people using Chrome OS, and you know, using their Chromebook in so many different ways with all these different apps. And we wanted to chat with somebody who knew this stuff in and out. And so we appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, really excited to talk about this. So so we kind of wanted to start with um, maybe just like some of the history of third-party apps on on Chrome OS. You know, how, how have developers over time been, been building apps for Chrome OS? Yeah, so of course, when... Uh, Chrome OS started and the first Chromebook came out, right? The web was our main platform. Um, is you know, and you know, continues to be a great, great platform for developers. And you know, there's there was a lot of stuff you could do. Uh, Chrome was awesome. It was really fast. Um, you know, all the great things that we loved about Chromebooks. But when, you know, one of the things we found is users wanted to do more. Um, they wanted more features, more capabilities. 
to do different things. And we were able to tap into the power of the web, of course, to start. And, you know, four plus years ago, we started to open the ability to run Android apps on Chromebooks. And that was exciting uh, because it was a different ecosystem that we could tap into. Um, and, you know, developers get, get to use the same Play Store, which I think was awesome. But one of the challenges we found there was that a lot of apps were built for phones, uh, for, for phone form factors. They, they didn't support bigger screens. They didn't really support keyboard and mouse. Um, you know, Chromebooks are very flexible. You can convert them. Uh, we have split screen mode. There's a lot of really cool stuff. And apps just weren't designed back then to support that. And so there was a lot of work we had to do there to help developers like figure out how to think beyond mobile and how to think about adding large screen support, adding keyboard and mouse support, uh, which, which is really important. And, but the nice thing is they could still have their like single APK uh, and their app could you know, go to both. Uh, so both on your phone, on your tablet, on your Chromebook. So that was really, I think the first part of our journey uh, was to deal with that. Um, the, the second part, which I think was really missing was it was hard for developers to find information about like, what's, what's a Chromebook? What can I build? How, how, how can I design for it? And we didn't really have any great resources early on. And so, you know, you would have to basically Google around and, you know, look at 20 different links and try to figure out what you're supposed to do. And so that was really the motivation to create Chrome OS.dev. Um, and, you know, Chrome OS.dev is sort of our on-ramp for developers to help them figure out, you know, what kind of things can I do in Chromebooks to inspire them? Also to give very specific technical guidance um, on things like layout, high performance, camera, um, you know, how to think about building for games. And uh, we launched that a little over two years ago and, and that's, that's been amazing. So, so that was great. Um, and then I think the other thing I would just say on, on the app side, uh, as far as Android goes, you know, we saw this really interesting uh, growth in foldables and tablets. And it's right up, you know, our alley, those, those same types of things that you need to do in terms of making your app support bigger screens, make it resizable, um, that, that's all aligned with Chromebooks. And so it's like further momentum. Uh, it, it, make, it makes it even a stronger reason for why you should, you know, start to add support for this. And, you know, the, the recent uh, Android uh, feature launches 12L, um, the innovation in Compose really is just starting to give more tools for developers so that as they build their app or upgrade their app, you know, they're going to be large screen ready. Um, and it, it really tries to take that burden off the developer. Um, you know, and there is a lot of burden uh, to, to think about, you know, from designing, testing, all that sort of stuff. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm super optimistic, really excited about that because that just is, you know, more reasons for developers to build and, and lower that friction. And then I think the other interesting trend was, um, is around gaming. Um, so of course we always had, you know, you could run Android games on Chromebooks. Um, one, one of the interesting things is Chromebooks run on a variety of different hardware. Um, so we have, um, you know, hardware that runs on ARM. We have a hardware that runs on Intel and a variety of different chipsets. And games are all about performance. And um, so we, we have some really innovative technology that allows us to run ARM games on top of uh, x86. It's a, a translation technology. Uh, which is very effective, but it's never going to be as good as, you know, running natively on, on, on the native instruction set. 
And there were a couple of trends there that were really interesting. Uh, the shift to 64-bit, um, uh, which again, gives a little bit more performance. Um, it, it's more modern. But then one of the other issues we saw was that there were a lot of developers who were building um, with Unity Engine. And we had uh, x86 support, and that sort of lapsed for a bit. And so, you know, we worked really hard with Unity, and you know, worked on a partnership to bring back um, support for Chromebooks, uh, 2019 LTS Plus, and so it's it's fully supported and uh, really easy. It's like you know, a couple clicks, and you can now get your game, you know, tuned for ARM, tuned for Chromebooks. We fix a lot of bugs, so that that's really exciting to kind of help speed up those developers, and. Of course, the other trend, if you don't want to game on device, is game streaming. And, and this really took off last couple of years, and that's exciting. You know, of course, we have Stadia, uh, GeForce Now, um, Amazon Luna is, is now on the platform. And so you, know, you can have a super low-end Chromebook, and you, know, you can be playing uh, a lot of really powerful games that's, that, you know, that your hardware would never be able to support. So that's a great trend. Um, and of course, the, the other piece I just call out that you know, we're working really hard on is bringing um, more PWAs to Chromebooks. Um, and, you know, the difference with PWAs is they're installable. Um, we can now monetize them through Google Play. And uh, that, that is really, we're starting to get some really cool momentum there as well. Um, so th there's just a lot of innovation, I think, across the board from web apps to games uh, to Android, and of course we have Crostini, which is our you know developer environment, and that is just continuing to evolve. And like under the hood, there is so much magic to make all this work. Um, it, it's it's pr pretty pretty cool to see. So um, anyway, I'll shut up. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. That's good. That's fantastic. We can we can dig into a couple of these things a little more here. It's funny, you know, you uh, you, you mentioned you know when 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 Android apps first came to Chrome OS. That's something that Robbie probably remembers uh, pretty vividly yeah, because yeah. he was he was almost on the edge of throwing in the towel. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a particular video uh, specifically that I remember making, and uh, it's actually I made it in this room right here with. Probably, oh my gosh, that's true. This uh, was the background right a here. Quarter of the lights, and, uh, <laughs> none of the equipment, and it, I remember it was the Acer Chromebook 14, the the all aluminum one that looks like a MacBook, and um, I, I recall making that video. And just kind of being done. I, I thought I thought Google honestly was going to throw in the towel with Chromebooks. I wasn't really sure what was going on, and I'd been making videos and just kind of as a little side thing, and was was about done with it. Uh, and then the the announcement in May of 2016 happened uh, for Android apps coming to Chromebooks, and I was like, could be something here. So so Android apps here. coming to Chromebook is what saved Chrome Unboxed. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's funny, you talked about just all these different kind of layers, and, and it's not it's not as simple as just, you know, your simple games, right? There's, there's, there's all these different types of apps, and especially PWAs. I mean, we leverage several, several PWAs on a daily basis. Almost my entire workflow yeah. is, is web-based at this point, just because of all the advantages that yeah. come with a web-based approach to application development and deployment and... You know, making sure that things are just always backed up. The idea that I'm not having to save stuff. The idea that I can grab. I mean, I go from Chromebook to Chromebook, so I can grab a Chromebook, sign in, and all those web-driven elements are all yeah. there. They're already, um, and, and that's not to detract anything from local apps yeah. and realizing that 
they'll always probably be a step ahead of you know what you can get away with in a PWA. But I just I I love web based technologies. It's it's the reason I love Chrome OS in general. And so PWAs to me are like the pinnacle of all of that. Like yeah. the better PWAs get, the more excited I get about that brand of software versus you know running Linux or a container yeah. or Android and like the cool tricks and yeah. props to everybody that's been able to make this stuff work the way it does on Chrome OS. I, yeah. I love it. I love that it's there for people, but I I would love a world where I can turn all that stuff off and yeah, literally just, everything I do is web-based. Web, yeah. yeah, and PWA is like uh, installing PWAs that you mentioned. You know, We love that, and especially from the Play Store, right? So now, what, what's, the, what's the one example that we talk, we've talked about? Um, Twitter? Uh, Twitter, Google News, yeah. uh, YouTube TV. Um, yeah, I, I, I would love, and, and maybe you can speak to this. You said that there was some momentum there. Um, because PWAs are such a wild, wild west a little yeah. bit, you know, like finding them, um, honing those in and, and being able to say, hey, here's where you go to get it. Uh, it's a it's a blessing and a curse, basically. You don't have to have an app store to go <laughs> get it, but then most people don't know where to go get it. And so... Yeah, and and, and that that's definitely can cause some confusion because, of course, you can install a PWA if the site supports it in the browser. And, you know, what we're trying to do, uh, I think the innovation around PWA in play is basically to allow the developer to take their existing PWA, package it, you can distribute it to the Play Store, and then you have a discovery mechanism that um, users on Chromebooks, users of Android are familiar with, right? So um, I think that's really important. Um, and, you know, there's, there's choice, right? You can install, you know, however you want, um, but, you know, some of the other advantages of, of being in the Play Store is, of course, we, you know, we have our own curated section of apps, so we can also kind of feature, um, feature there. Uh, of course, there's now the monetization. So, you know, if you want to use Google Play um, and you already use it on Android, for example, it just flows right through. You're using the same infrastructure you're already using. Um, I think it opens up a lot of great monetization opportunities. Um, so discovery is definitely something we're working really hard on because, you know, there are lots of apps uh, in the Play Store and uh, there's some great ones and there's some ones that are not so great. Um, and we want to help our users find the best apps that, you know, we can offer at that point in time when they're looking. And, and so we're, we're working really, really hard on this. Um, so it, it's, it's important. We, we still have work to do. Um, but but I think the just making it as seamless to like discover, find, install it is really important to us. Yeah. So, you know, and I mean, at the end of the day, it's about, uh, like you said, just the options, right? So if, if somebody does have those couple Android apps on their phone that they want on their Chromebook, they've got that option. You know, if there's somebody like Robbie that wants everything in the web, you know, you're getting more and more PWA options. I mean, Gravit is amazing. Yeah, as a PWA, yeah, we use Gravit everyday, Designer everyday use all the time, Pixlr. and it's amazing. Yeah, Pixlr, so many good ones. You know, but but can you talk a little bit about? And these don't have to be PWAs, just kind of overall apps. Like, what are some of the key third-party apps uh, that are enabling kind of like new experiences for Chromebooks? Like, what are some that? If somebody's listening to this and they're like, I don't even, I don't even have the Play Store turned on. I'm going to turn it on. I want to try a couple apps. Like, are there a couple that you can speak to, like, that are just creating that kind of new experience on a Chromebook? Yeah, yeah. There, there's, there's a, a few that come to mind. Um, I'll call it one that has been super popular uh, in schools, which is Minecraft for EDU. 
Um, and, you know, uh, it's, it's a really good game. There's curricula behind it. Um, it was also like really challenging to get it to work really well on, uh, you know, our lower end hardware. So we, you know, we, we did a lot of work there. Um, but I, I think that was just really powerful to show that even on some of our lowest, uh, you know, capable devices that you can still have really meaningful, you know, gaming experiences. Kids, kids love it. It's, it's used uh, tremendously. Um, I also think uh, the one I'm, I'm really excited about, and, and this has been in the making for a while, um, is LumaFusion, uh, which you know we announced at ADS. Um, it, it's in a private beta as we speak, and um, that really brings, for the first time, uh, you know, prosumer video editing to Chromebooks. Um, and and we've worked really hard on that, uh, you know, cross-functionally with. Uh, their team as well. Um, I am really looking forward to that um, landing this year. Um, so that that I think is going to be a big deal because you know as, as you, yes. you probably know this has been one of the areas where you know we haven't had a lot of great experiences for for a variety of reasons, um, most mostly technical, and um, we've been working to really close that gap um, and and you know bring LumaFusion and then you know others will come. Um, so, so that one I think is, is going to be a really important, um, really important application uh, that I, uh, I hope users will really love, and um, you know I hope I'm, I'm sure they'll be very successful. Um, yeah, we we had a we had a, a chat with them uh, not too long ago when they made the announcement. I reached out and just said, hey, you know, obviously we're tracking this. This is something we're very interested in. Would love to talk talk with you all more, and you know. It, it's something like you said that that I think has been there. There's options out there uh, to to do very basic video editing, um, but Andrew, our our video editor and producer, you know, got started editing videos on his iPad on LumaFusion. Like that tells you how powerful the application is, and I think what they're trying to bring to Chromebooks is is I I hope going to be on par with that. And so, you know, they are. They were talking to me a little bit about how they've already done some stuff on uh, on Mac OS, enabling large screen keyboard mouse support and stuff. And so some of that is kind of carrying over now as they're working for Chromebooks. Um, and that kind of brings up like my next point about like you mentioned 12L and, you know, we've obviously been very plugged in with 12L and, and everything that's happening there. But like, how are you all working with developers you mentioned, I think it was Compose was maybe one of the tools you were talking about there. Like, what is what are you all doing? How how if someone's listening who is a developer who has an app, uh, what tools are out there? How can they take their app from Android on phones to Chromebooks? Like, what is that process? It's it's, it's many things, um, and and so of course I'd say you know go to developer.android.com or you can go to you know chromos.com you'll, you'll end up in the same place uh, in terms of the resources. The the first thing is really about the design and the UX of your app. Um, and so uh, a lot of folks have only thought about uh, layout from a portrait perspective and and, and not supporting landscape, uh, not thinking about necessarily the fact that you might even have multiple screens connected. Uh, how you might want to use that. So w one is just to think about the, the the layout and design of your app um, so that it can scale up if you're on a, a tablet or on a Chromebook with a 4K screen. Um, you also have to then think about making your app 
responsive to changes that can happen. So, you know, you can rotate tablets, you can convert Chromebooks, you can go into split screen mode. So there's some work you have to do there in terms of handling those events so that your app like resizes appropriately uh, and doesn't just crash. Um, and, you know, that was a lot of the early work. So uh, that's, that's, that's part of it there. Um, and so then once you've thought about the design a bit, um, and, there, and there's a lot of great samples, um, you know, that are composed based that you can go and, and download that really kind of show you how to use the various components for layout and, and input handling, you know, more is on the way. Uh, you know, take a look at that and, 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 and really try to, try to follow that as you're, um, you know, upgrading your UX, but practically you're going to design some layout. You're going to update uh, the components uh, with regard to how you're um, rendering the screen, as it were. Um, make, think about input support, right? Again, keyboard, mouse, it's, it's pretty straightforward, um, but a lot of people just don't think about it. And I think now you see, you know, more tablets are getting, you know, lap, um, keyboards connected to them. Uh, peripherals and so forth. Of course, um, we have that on Chromebooks. So, um, you know, pay a little bit of attention to that. Um, and, you know, think a bit about performance too. Um, and and um, that, that again, just takes some engineering time. But, you know, what we found is as we've worked with developers over the last, you know, four plus years, it's not necessarily super technically hard to do this work. It's you have to get the motivation to think about, okay, I want to actually start, you know, moving. And, and you know, and, and that's kind of the, the hard part is just getting over that first first hump is, is you know, um, and, and once you do, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of resources available to get support. Um, and again, at the tooling is just getting better and better and better. You know, we're, we're working to improve linting inside of Android Studio so that if you have, you know, have your uh, code up and you're doing something that maybe might, you know, cause an issue, we, you know, we try to alert you there. Again, we want to meet developers where they are. And so if you're already, you know, building in Studio uh, and you've mostly been thinking about mobile, um, you know, think about expanding that, but you can use that exact same tool set um, and, and, and start to adapt your app. Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. So, so, so one thing, one thing that we talk about um, and we've talked about for a while now is, is obviously as more and more people start using Chromebooks, there's going to be now a new segment that these developers can look at and say, oh, wow, like there's all these people that are using Chromebooks that could be using my app, right? That 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 maybe I was completely unaware of or, or maybe my app's even out there and people are installing and it looks it doesn't look good, you know? So what are you all doing? And help me out here, Robbie. Like I'm, I'm trying to think about like, you know, it, uh, reaching fine. out or at like trying to incentivize it like yeah it's, kind I, of. I kind of had the same question because we had an interview and i couldn't remember if it was i can't remember which interview it was um so i don't want to misspeak but um we were talking to somebody from google and um 
it shocked me when they they told us that when they talk to developers, generally speaking, and, and this was mm-hmm. maybe eighteen months to twenty four months ago, that generally speaking, most developers didn't even realize anyone was using their application on a Chromebook, and also didn't realize that Android <laughs> applications worked on Chromebooks to begin with. Like it was such a detachment from. Uh, you know, obviously the message that you want developers to be hearing, like, no, no, it's not that it doesn't exist. We want you to hear that it does exist. And, uh, and so, yeah, it's, I, I'm curious about that because you, you had said something earlier, uh, you know, maybe two, three minutes ago that the tools aren't really that much of a problem. Yeah. Like it's not that these developers, most of them are very capable. Um, right. it's not that they don't know how to do this. It's more so that they either aren't alerted that they should, or that they're, they're not, uh, in the right mind space to yeah. you know to, to decide to actually go for it yeah. and, and do this because uh, it is resources i mean at the end of the day yeah, you know they're having to, to spend time to do it um so like is there anything that you all are doing to all, like reach out or or try to incentivize or obviously you have all these amazing tools and you got to have the tools first right you got to you got to have the tools in place so that when someone does come and you you keep you keep telling them hey come build your your app for bigger screens and for chromebooks and then they get there and they don't have the tools to do it like that's not good you have to have the tools in place but you know what are you all doing or is there anything that you all are doing to try to like incentivize or trying to kind of uh, show those developers what their options are. Yeah, and, and uh, th- this is a, a huge effort for us right now. Um, and, and it's always been the case, and it's getting better, but we have a lot of work here. And, and you're right, many developers don't know what you can do on Chromebooks. Again, that we can run Android apps, that there's a Play Store, uh, that you can put installable uh, PWAs on the device. Um, and so we have a bunch of activities now. So one is just like we want to raise awareness of what you can do Inspire developers showing some of these like awesome, you know, top integrations that uh, third parties are building. Um, you know, Google itself is eating our own dog food and we're, you know, launching all of our apps on our same platforms that we're asking developers to build for. Um, so part of it is, again, going back to meeting developers where they are, uh, events are a big thing there. So, um, of course, Google I.O. coming up is going to be uh, really important. That's an opportunity for us to raise awareness uh, within the broader Google developer community. Um, Android Dev Summit is really important to us. Uh, you know, we show up. We have a lot of great content there. Um, Chrome Dev Summit, another big event that's really important to meet uh, web developers. So you know, we continue to go to those things. We're trying to continue to dial up the message and and explain more about what we're doing and, and raise awareness. Um, and it's, there's also a number of other third party events. Um, so you know, Game Developer uh, GDC is going on right now. Um, and so, you know, we have uh, someone over there, um, you know, uh, uh, talking about Chromebooks and what you can do. And, you know, I, I remember a few years back, I, I went to GDC and, you know, we had a, a Google presence there. And, you know, we had Chromebooks and a developer would come up and, and just say, oh, I didn't know you could run Android apps or games on here. And I said, what, what's your game? Let's, let's, and we, we install it right there. And they, their mind would be blown. So, uh, you know, we have a lot of work to do to continue to just raise awareness at events, uh, you know, first party events, third party events. Um, You're going to see more content coming through chromeos.dev. You're going to see, you know, we're just trying to continue to generate awareness. I I mean, just like speaking with you folks right now is like another activity to kind of just spread the word. So, again, we have a lot of thinking going on here. We have a lot planned and um, we're going to do more. you know, in terms of incentives, um, you know, there, 
there, you know, there, there's, of course, we have a, a team that is trying to, you know, get more apps onto the platform and, you know, they reach out to developers and, and you know, uh, find ways that we can uh, help uh, help them, you know, speed up the process as it were. So there's a lot of stuff going on across the board. Um, but it's definitely something we, we, we have a lot of work to do here for sure. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's it's great because... You know, it does take time, and and you know, like we we recognize that, and we 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 try to talk about this stuff, and we've talked about apps a ton on our podcast, you know, and just trying to trying to say like, look, there is an audience, there are a lot of people out there now using Chromebooks, and obviously, you know, during during the pandemic, there were several people that went and just bought a device because they just needed a device because they just need somehow to get work done or their kid to be able to log into to Google Classroom. Mm-hmm. And now they're saying, oh, wow, I can actually use this thing to get my work done. And, oh, wait, I have all these app experiences and all these ways that I can use this machine to basically do everything. I thought this was just a browser. And, you know, it's like, oh, it's not that anymore. Um, And it's awesome that you all, you know, again, like I was saying, it's like you got to have the tools in place first. Because if you are out there trumpeting this and saying there's all these users, build your apps for, for Chrome OS, but then they don't have the tools you know, it's going to be hard for them to, to, to make that trade or to invest, right? Because it is still an investment. You all are making it hopefully as easy as possible for folks to do this. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's still still an investment. It's still some time. Are you all like, is there any sort of um, kind of like support for folks? Like obviously you have all these tools and you were talking about some of the feedback that they're getting if they do make a mistake or whatever. But is there some sort of like general uh, support or anything that you all are offering to developers? Yeah, so uh, this is something I've been thinking a lot about. Um, the short answer is today, unless you're already working with us, um, not not right now, um, but you know, I think there's a lot of opportunity here to do more. I mean, there are forums. There's uh, you know, there's of course Reddit, and you know, there's some certain Discord forums, and you know that that sort of ad hoc community driven support model is okay. Uh, I think we can do better. It's something we're uh, working on thinking about. So, you know, nothing specific right now, I guess I would say, but it, it's something uh, we, we want to, you know, try to find a, find a way to do yeah, better. Love it. Love it. One, one, one other thing, and, and we kind of chatted about this a little bit before, before we hopped into to the show here. But one thing that we've been extremely excited about is Steam coming to Chrome OS and the way that they've been able to um, Google offering up, I don't know exactly how it works here, but allowing a container to basically you know, run and deliver Steam to Chrome OS. Is that, is that part of a, a kind of long-term roadmap for you all to, to leverage containers in that way? Um, or is it more of focusing on PWAs, Android, Linux, and, and kind of optimizing those apps right now? Yeah, so uh, number one, it, it is like super exciting. Um, you know, it's an alpha, you, you know, we get a chance for people to like, you know, kick the tires, try it, give us feedback. Um, I'd say it's foundational technology. Um, and, um, you know, we're talking about virtual machines and virtualizing graphics, which is wildly crazy. <laughs> Um, yeah. You know, trying to figure out ways to virtualize Vulkan and uh, make it performant, right? And it's not just files. There's I/O. There's all kinds of uh, innovation that's happening here to to actually make that work. Um, and the good news is that 
foundational technology is the same tech that we're using to make Android apps even faster. Uh, it powers all of our uh, VMs, so it's not like it was specifically built and is only going to work there. Um, so, you know, there, there's going to be a lot more uh, coming out about this and like how, how this is built under the hood. So we do have some technical articles that are going to be coming out on chromos.dev sort of talking about the like wild innovation that's happening there, which I think is super cool. Um, and, uh, you know, so I, I guess like stay tuned, uh, keep, keep an eye out for that stuff, but, um, it, it is really exciting and it is quite mind blowing actually to think, think about it. Um, the fact that you can do this. Um, so I just see us continuing to innovate there. Um, and that will be, you know, available ever, you know, across our, our platforms, um, on, on Chrome OS. Yeah. And it, it, it's cool to hear you talk about it like you know mind blowing and you know it's, it's some some wild technology going on here because it does feel like that at least from a long term uh Chrome OS user to actually the other day when we were booting up and playing you know Half-Life 2 and and I'm like and this is on hardware I think that's um technically speaking probably on the lower end um of I mean yes it was a it's a Core i7 11th yeah. gen Core i7 so it's not like some some slouch of a Chromebook but you know, knowing what these 12th gen uh, devices and the GPU that's going to be included just, you know, as part of the integrated chip, like that, what those things are going to be able to do with, you know, medium to high end games yeah. on a Chromebook running natively. I mean, it, it really was like almost like this magical kind of moment to actually see it because we've we've tried all kinds of stuff in Linux and tried to, sign, you know, get get Steam up and running oh, and try to get Vulkan and all this stuff and. <laughs> It's never quite worked. And so, honestly, the skeptic in me kind of yeah. expected that to be kind of the case. Like, this is going to be super broken. And there's just so many moving pieces. And it was working <laughs> so well. Yeah. Like, I, I I was just shocked. It was it was a little bit magical. Uh, it was pretty cool. And it's I'm super excited to think about once this is stable and out of being able to go buy a Chromebook with that in the back of my mind of mm -hmm. thinking like, oh, I'm going to go purchase a Chromebook to make sure it's got 12th gen i5 or i7 and it's got that, you know, uh, XE graphics or, you know, cross our fingers, some, some discrete graphic card mm -hmm. Chromebooks coming out or gaming Chromebooks. Mm -hmm. Like that's wild to think about. Like real gaming Chromebooks could come out now and, and be a viable thing. Like yeah. it'd be a thing like, yeah, I'm going to buy a Chromebook cause I'm going to play games on <laughs> yeah. it. It's got a sweet <laughs> GPU in it. Like even sounds weird. Yeah. Thing. It's wild to think about. Yeah. So it's, it's been, it's been really awesome to kind of follow it and to see it actually be a thing now. I know it's alpha, but in, uh, it's awesome. Like you were saying too, like this technology though is is also being leveraged to make you know the Android container faster. It's it's being leveraged throughout kind of the whole OS and that's the other thing about this that's really cool is this stuff is super innovative and it's being kind of leveraged throughout the entire OS. Yeah, and you know, just to kind of go back to our um you know, simplicity, speed, security, you know, again it's it's all, you know, Chrome OS is like security is always uh, one of the most important things uh, for us and our, and our users. And the fact that we're able to deliver these experiences in a, in a secure way is, is something I think that is really interesting to think about too. So um, yeah, I, it, I, I'm so excited for the future of, of where we're headed. And you know, I think you're seeing glimpses of it. There's, there's a lot more to come. Um, but uh, you know, I, I think it should uh, say something about how, how confident we are in um, you know the market opportunity and, and, and bringing app developers and bringing all these different experiences 
to our users. Um, it, it's 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 a good time. Yeah, because we've we've talked about that for so long about just having when you have more options for more people, the market's just going to continue to mature and evolve, right? Uh, when you do have gaming as an option, or when you've got excellent Android app support, and if someone needs those certain apps maybe to get their job done, they're able to do it, you know, it, or EDU stuff like. The more options we have, the better, and we love to see, we love to see the market evolve, you know, and better manufacturers or, or better devices coming out from manufacturers. But we also love to see, you know, your team and other teams that are that are thinking and, and always trying to push Chrome OS forward. And it's awesome that we get updates, you know, every every yeah. four weeks now. Four you know, weeks. so it's like what it's we, constantly oh, evolving. Yeah. What do we get? And that's definitely a strength also, sure. right? I mean, because, you know, we can tune things, fix things, new features, all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. Other people are going to come around to this eventually. Like, they're going to be like, those guys over at Chrome Box were right all along. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, that's a, I think there's just part of it, I guess, is, again, as people that think and talk about Chromebooks and Chrome OS all the time, that you just want to like grab yeah. developers and be like look there's, Look at all these there's people. so many people that would use your app like just make it work really well on yeah. here instead of uh, opening up like a phone let's get it this nice full screen experience or whatever it might be you yeah know? or you know if, if you're a, an app developer that makes an android app like make it more like your desktop version because there is an audience for yeah. that now or you know or like I, i'm eager to see too you know maybe some developers start creating android apps that are meant and built for the large uh, screen. Like I didn't build this for the phone. There was a, a, a graphics, uh, I cannot remember the name of it now. Um, it's like a graphics kind of uh, uh, pixel editing. Kind yeah, of song, I'm, uh, I can't remember it. But they they built an Android app for Chromebooks. Like and that was it. Like it, it doesn't Canva, run on you. It wasn't Canva, was it? No. Mm -hmm. It's like. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and they, it doesn't. You can't even get it on your phone. Like it, yeah. they launched it in the in the Play Store, and it's only for Chromebooks. And is, I thought, like, oh, maybe this is the beginning of this starting to happen. Yeah. You know, people getting it, and that's the last. Is one that I something remember. you all have seen? Like, like developers who are building specifically for Chromebooks and Chrome OS and bigger screens, and not necessarily worrying too much about launching on Android. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I, I, on some end, if you think about it, the the nature of the app doesn't make sense on on a on a phone with a finger. So, like again, you know that doesn't sometimes make sense. So, there are um, I think some examples where that's the case, and it, it just doesn't make sense to have um, you know the app on the phone uh, just because of whatever the use case is. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I think that that happens occasionally. Of course, we try to encourage if it does make sense, um, you know. Um, you know, get on Chromebooks, take advantage of tablets, foldables, you know, other big screens so you can, you know, have a bigger market and more reach. But we do see that occasionally, again, um, where it, just, it doesn't yeah. just make sense. I would imagine first step is obviously trying to capture as many of the folks that are building for Android specifically, they're building for phones, trying to get them over to Chrome OS. I would say that's obviously first step and building the tools for that. But it is interesting to see, though, like... Well, it's, and it's funny, you know, I... Before this, I was, you know, in web development and, you know, watching the web go from desktop to uh, mobile compliant and then really mobile first thinking, you know, I was I was doing that work in the middle of that transition. So I remember, you know, kind of having to be pushed and nudged and prodded mm. to, to stop, you know, thinking desktop first and, and mm. really start thinking like every element I build 
I got to think about how that's going to work on a phone. What's this going to look like? How's this going to work? What are we going to do with this? Um, and and I feel like because that happened with the web, I think in my brain I want that to have happened with apps already. Sure. But when you stop and think about app development ecosystems, there aren't a whole lot of app ecosystems where one ecosystem can work on all these form factors. You know, it's uh, Apple has, you know, had iOS on you know phones and 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 iPads. And then they create what they renamed it iPad OS yeah. or whatever. But you, got, yeah. you know, the the it wasn't just a straight one to one. It's not like yeah. people built their iPhone app and it worked on everything. It was like they built it on this and then it blew up on the iPad or they rebuilt an iPad specific yeah. app. Like it was like two different things. And Android isn't that way. And because it's like, hey, I can build one app and I can create different user experiences in this one app for different size screens and let it do all this stuff. In my brain, I'm like, the web's always behind app development, generally speaking. Like, sure. oh, we finally got notifications on the web. And, oh, we finally can, you know, install. Okay, great. The web's always behind. And it feels like for that part, the web is so far in front of, you know, native app development. So it's that that part, I think, gets frustrating for people like us when yeah. we look at, you know, the nature of all this stuff and go, like, you have the ability to make one app that can do all of these things. Like, why, why wouldn't you just go ahead and do it? And yeah. so... I, I'm looking forward to the day when, as new you know, companies go to sit down and build an application uh, for something that that that's the way that they see it. They realize yeah. like I'm, we're going to build one app and it's going to just oh works. yeah sure it works on that phone but yeah, yeah sure it works on that tablet and yeah sure of course it works on the Chromebook. Yeah, boot it up on your clamshell. Yeah, it's going to work right yeah. there too. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm looking very forward to that, and I know that you guys have a massive burden uh, on you to to be able to get developers kind of on board uh, with that stuff and. Uh, kudos to you all for building the the tools and stuff for them to for them to do so. Hopefully, eventually, there are enough Chromebooks floating out there in the world yeah. that everyone gets the message. Like you, you need to remember these guys. Remember the big screens too. That's right. Yeah, I think uh, I I totally agree. Um, you know, I I think on one end the web is a vast ecosystem, right, and a massive footprint. Um, so you know, if you're a developer, you know, building for the web, you can you have this incredible reach uh, on desktop, which is a great motivation there. Um, and conversely, on Android, again, there's billions of devices, uh, huge reach. And so, you know, we have the privilege of being able to tap into both of those markets. Um, and, and what can be a little tricky is for developers to figure out, okay, which, you know, which, which way do I go or what's best for my business or what's going to give the best user experience. And, um, you know, it's a good discussion that we have. And, um, you know, we, we, we try our best to help, help inform them to you know, figure out what's the best path for yeah. them. Well, keep having the discussions, keep your head down. You all are doing great work and, and we're excited to see, you know, like I said, try excited to see Google, you know, building the tools and creating resources for developers to easily, you know, get their apps onto Chrome OS because that's what we want. That's what we want for our audience. We want our audience to have, you know, the resources, the options, you know, uh, any sort of you know thing they need to be able to get done, we're hoping that over time they'll be able to do it all on a Chromebook. That's the goal. Even video editing at some point. It's going to happen <laughs> this year. <laughs> Coming soon. Well, thank you so much. I, I really do appreciate you taking the time, and and I think this was um, this is definitely valuable. I think if obviously anybody who's listening who is a developer and you have an app and it's not optimized for Chrome OS, get to work. 
and uh, go check out all of these resources. You mentioned a couple. We'll make sure to link everything down in the show notes for everybody if if there's um, you know some resources uh, that that we want to link and just yeah dig into that stuff and and get your get your get your app on Chrome OS. Do it. It's great. There's well, a lot of people. It's out already there. here. There's a, yeah, it's <laughs> it's already here. Just, you might want to make it better. Just make it better. That's right. That's right. All righty. Well, hey, thanks so much for taking the time to chat and um, and yeah, we uh, will hopefully uh, catch up here again in a little while and talk about uh, maybe some more app stuff. So we appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Joe, Robbie. Th- yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks for the yeah. opportunity. Yeah, thanks. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye.